Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah. They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 10 of Soul Food titled Night Prayer. In this episode, we're going to talk about the spiritual and physical relief of being detached from the world. We'll talk about the ways of untying the devil's knots that get in the way of prayer. And finally, we'll talk about the source of the believer's honor. And we're going through this book by Imam al-Sha'rani titled Al-Uhud al-Muhammadiyyah, Divine Lights of the Prophetic Way. And he tells us in this chapter that keeping up the night prayer is the signifying mark of the salihin, of the righteous. And if you remember, in episode 8, we talked about being granted Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's love and being of his awliya. And scholars say that when someone is granted that love from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they receive it in Qiyam al-Layl. That the time that they receive that love is in Qiyam al-Layl. Now you might be thinking, Qiyam al-Layl and night prayer, that's so far beyond me. No matter where you're currently at, at your level of devotion, never think that Qiyam al-Layl is beyond you. And Imam al-Sha'rani, he then gives us advice on how to make it easier to get up at night and pray. He says, being detached from the world helps one pray the night prayer. As is mentioned in the hadith of the Prophet wasallam, that being detached from the world, which is called zuhd, relieves the heart and the body. Being detached from the world relieves the heart and relieves the body. We don't often think of loving the world in that way. We don't think that it's going to impact us or that it would be a source of discomfort for the heart and the body. But in reality, it's a huge burden. The love of the world is burdensome. It weighs down the heart. And it also has an impact on our bodies. If you just look at stress and people who are dealing with anxiety and things of that nature, it causes physical ailments. It causes pain in the body. But when we put everything in its proper place and we're not attached to the world because the world in and of itself is fleeting and these things that people get really worked up about, they don't really have permanent value and worth. When we let go of that attachment, we find relief. And when we talk about being detached from the world, it doesn't mean that you're an angry person or you're miserable or you don't enjoy things in life. Quite the opposite. That when you let go of the world, when you recognize that the things of this world are not that valuable and that they're fleeting, you don't hold on to things that burden you. It actually liberates you and frees you and allows you to really focus on what truly matters. And Imam Sharani he says, a person who's detached from the world goes to sleep 
and his body is relaxed, which helps him rest, is that a person who's detached from the world actually gets a better night's sleep. And if you look at how many people today need medication just to go to sleep, and you see that it comes from stress and worries, you realize that actually being detached from those things and not carrying them and not allowing them to fester in your heart and take over your heart gives you that comfort and that relaxation. But then he says, in order to truly detach from the world, we need to find teachers who embody the way of the Prophet Muhammad inwardly and outwardly, that they actually are living the sunnah of the Prophet and they can then help us get the love of the world out of our hearts. This brings us to the next point as it relates to Qiyam al-Layl, which is untying the devil's knots. The Prophet Muhammad وسلم, he taught us that when we go to sleep, the devil ties three knots into our back. And as he's tying the knots, he whispers with each knot. He says, the night is long, so go to sleep. Stay sleeping. The night is long. And he tries to influence the person and convince them not to get up and take advantage of the night in devotion. When that person wakes up and remembers Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, one of the knots is undone, it's untied. Then when he or she goes to make wudu and performs the wudu, the second knot becomes undone. And then when that person prays, the third knot becomes undone. And the Prophet ﷺ says, that person feels good that day when they wake up and remember Allah and perform the wudu and pray because all three of those knots are undone. But if a person doesn't do those things, doesn't remember Allah, doesn't make wudu, doesn't pray, that person then feels irritated and lazy for the rest of their day. And we should really work hard to make these sunnahs part of our daily life. And we should also hope that these sunnahs become widespread and normal in society. That these are not things that are strange or just done by a few people, but rather it becomes the norm. I remember when I was living in Yemen, this is how people lived. This was part of their daily lived experience. And I remember there was someone visiting from the States and he was a personal fitness trainer and someone who helped people get healthy and taught them about nutrition and so forth. And when he came to Yemen, he was in awe of everyone there. He was looking around at people and he would say, look at their skin. People's skin looks so good. They look healthy. They're doing all the things that we learned in school are good for your health. And it was all from following the way of Allah's beloved messenger So we have to recognize that the way of the Prophet Muhammad is a healing for us and gives us inner healing and also benefits us outwardly and physically. This brings us to the final point, the believer's honor. The Prophet وسلم, he said, وَعَلَمْ أَنَّ شَرَفَ الْمُؤْمِنِ قِيَامُ اللَّيْلِ وَعِزُّهُ إِسْتِغْنَاؤُهُ عَنِ النَّاسِ Know that a believer's honor is in night prayer and his might 
is in not being in need of people. That a believer's honor is in the night prayer and his strength and might comes from not being in need of other people, being independent and working hard. But the first part of the hadith is what we're going to focus on, that the believer's honor is in the night prayer. This time, getting up at night and standing before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it's a special time. You're being allowed to enter into the divine presence one-on-one. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants you that permission and that honor. And those people who stand before him in the night prayer, they're then adorned with divine lights, such that that light shines from their faces. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, سِمَاهُمْ فِي وُجُوهِهِمْ مِنْ أَثَرِ السُّجُودِ The signs of splendor, of radiance, can be seen on their faces from the traces of prostrating in prayer. This act of worship, the night prayer, distinguishes the true lovers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In one of the previous scriptures, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, He has lied who claims to love me, but when night falls, he sleeps and leaves me. Does not every lover love to be alone with their beloved? So the night prayer is an opportunity to prove our love to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to be granted this one-on-one access with the sovereign king subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it is something that is a source of honor for every believer. So this brings us to the call to action. We have to start somewhere. And don't be intimidated. Don't say, oh no, this is something that just very righteous people can do and I won't be able to do that. Even if you pray just for two minutes, get up 10 minutes or so before Fajr, make wudu, and just pray for two rakahs for two minutes. Be practical and work gradually. The Prophet ﷺ, he said, You should pray at night even if it is just one rak'ah. Even if it's just one rak'ah. To start somewhere. So you just begin there and once you taste its sweetness, you're definitely going to want more. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of those that he loves, to give us the gift of qiyam al-layl, of night prayer, and that Allah adorns us with his lights and beautifies us spiritually and grants us the highest levels of nearness. Ameen ya Rabbil Alameen. Wa sallallahu wa sallam ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'een. Walhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Thank you for listening to Soul Food. To subscribe to the show, visit soulfood.fm or search for Soul Food in your favorite podcast player. And while you're there, take a minute to leave us a rating and a review. It helps more people discover the show.